Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. The superiority of saviors or the supremacy of saviors. That is what we are doing. I, I told you the other day that sometimes you hear people say life is not a competition. Life is not a race. But that is just something to deceive you to sleep. It's just something to deceive you to sleep. Because in life, somebody is always looking to overtake another person. And from a child, from your childhood, that thing is in you. Tell somebody who is sitting by you, I'm going to overtake you today. Life, life is like that. When you see somebody building, you to build. You see somebody's growing bigger, you to grow bigger. Somebody's growing taller, you to grow taller. Somebody's doing his thing, he's doing it well, you to do yours well. But if you lie down and say, oh, me, I don't care. You know, I mean, uh, let me just live my life the way it is. You end up in life doing nothing. The reason God puts other people around you who are doing well is to ginger you and energize you to do something with your life. It, it, it's a way of compelling you to move. So God told the people of Israel, he said, I, I will cause other people, strangers, I will bring them in and I will grab them into the kingdom to provoke Israel to wake up. There's all this thing, contention and, and, and contest for supremacy and superiority. And in 2023 as a savior you must be on top i said in 2023 as a savior you must be on top you just want to be the best you just want to be the best so god orchestrated some plans and used a man called joseph to save his father and his brethren from dying of starvation this man under some circumstances went into the land of Egypt and in Egypt one thing led to another until he became a prime minister and when he became the prime minister his brothers came there to buy corn and that is when they started bowing to him and he said so as human beings we must bring ourselves to the place where we will have honor because God did not create the human being to be dishonored I want you to lift up your hand and say, I am created to be honored. I am not created to be dishonored. Now, so you should understand that. That you are created to be honored. People have to honor you. They must call you honorable. They must greet you, good morning, sir. Nobody should call you, hey. I pray in Jesus' name. That you will understand the value of honor. That is why some people die, they give them 21 gun salute. So, Joseph went into that land. And the Bible said that God made him a prime minister. The man was honorable. The man was honorable. Finally, his brethren went there. And in Genesis chapter 15, the verse number eight, eight, 18. The, the Bible said that his brothers and his parents they had vowed they are not going to bow down to this guy finally they appear 
in Egypt. The father is dead. And after the father died, the brother said, now we know that Joseph is going to plan and kill all of us here. So they sent a message, a messenger to him. And they said, sir, please don't kill us. Now we know our father is dead. You are going to revenge on us. And the Bible said, his brethren also, after the messenger went and Joseph gave them assurance, I'm not going to kill you and so on and so forth. The Bible said that his brethren also, they went and they fell down before his face. I pray in Jesus' name. People are going to come and they are going to fall down before their face. I pray anything God must do to compel somebody who disbelieved in you, dishonored you, disregarded you, 2023, they will come and bow down. They will, they will come. No, you see, sometimes you find out that indirectly they are coming to come into your life. They are trying to come indirectly. And when they come, instead of bowing to their face, they would rather come and be speaking some language like that. You know, I've just started to come around. You know, this thing is of God. And all of us are coming around. All of us have a portion. A portion in what? You don't have a portion. Come and bow down and stop the thing you are talking. Somebody is going to come and bow. A certain man who treated you some way. Some woman who treated you some way. Treated you like trash. They will come back and they will be knocking on your door. And they will be begging. Can I hear somebody shout an Amen. His brethren also went and they fell down before his face. And they said, Behold, we are your servants. <laughs> this man is the eleven born or something. Benjamin is the, the, the last son. This man is number eleven. The big ones, Reuben, all of them, the ones who sold him. Everybody came and they bowed down and they said, We are your servants. They elected themselves to be servants. I pray your former managing director, your former CEO, will come to you and bow down and say, I am your servant. I am your servant. We be thy servants. Verse number 19. And Joseph said unto them, Fear not, for am I in the place of God? I like that. He said, This kind of bowing you are bowing. People bow like that only to God. Listen, people will bow to you and forget you are not God. You will have to remind them you are not God. But in their, in, in, in their eyes, so much fear will fall on them that, that they will forget that you are not God. It is good for you to remember that you are God. You, it is good for them to remember. It is good for you to remember that you are not God. But in their case, so much terror will fall on them. They will not even know what they are doing. He said, am I in the place of God? Verse number 20. But as for you, you thought evil against me. Oh, they have plotted. They have planned. They have done things. But you are still sitting here. And the reason you are sitting here is so that they will come and bow. I see them coming one by one. They are, they are coming to bow. They are, they are coming to bow. They are coming to bow. I see them coming to bow. Magicians, witches, wizards, diviners, enchanters. They are coming to bow. They will come and bow one by one. They thought evil. They thought evil. And these people did not only think evil. They orchestrated and planned and executed evil. But 
God meant it unto good. God meant it unto good. God meant it unto good. They plotted evil. They planned the evil. But God meant it unto good. They, they plotted all the evil. Planned all the evil. But God meant it unto good. God meant it unto good. So you know what people. In the eyes of God. Evil is good. Listen. <laughs> the quickest way to promotion. Is for people to plan evil. If people plan good, God will disappoint it. Because God doesn't want to do you good and promote you and, and people will take the glory. But God waits for when they are pulling you down. Then boom, you go up. And they are like, what happened? And God said, God happened. When I say, what happened? Shout, God happened. What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? What happened? God happened. It's not my smartness. It's not my intelligence. It's not my money. It's not my ways. It's not my strength. It's not my wisdom. God happened. God happened. It was not good luck. God happened. It was not my intelligence. God happened. So it is better for you to ask who happened instead of what happened. Because if you still ask me what happened, I will say God happened. Who happened? God happened. Come on somebody. God is happening. I said God is happening. I said God is happening. I said God is happening. Somebody say God is happening. For you, you thought evil against you. That is why when you hear the rumors of the evil they are plotting and the evil they are planning, just relax because when they are planning all that evil, God is finding a way of just lifting you up. God is finding a way of just lifting. God is just finding a way to lift you up. Every evil plan of this provokes God to act. So as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good. To bring to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. God wanted me to be a savior. And your family was too small. God wanted me to be a savior, not of your family. Your family was too small. God wanted me to be a savior. Not in the land of Canaan. Because the land of Canaan. Or Ghana. Or Nigeria. Or South Africa. Was too small. So God wanted me to be a savior. Who the whole world will hear of. So he took me to the USA of the time. The Egypt was the USA of the time. So God used your own hands. And use your own evil. And use your own wicked brain. And use your own devious and, and, and diabolical tongue. God used your own dark imaginations. And propelled me into the land of Egypt. What you thought was the evil. God just planted me.
me in Egypt at this time so that I will not only save a family I will not only save Canaan but I will save the whole world so that I can save much people and keep them alive listen to me I see you on the international stage I see you on the continental stage and the internet continental stage God is bringing you to a bigger place uh, if you can shout wherever you are the power of God is upon you in the name of Jesus that, that is what God does you know what sometimes when you are rejected you are rejected and people don't want to see you everything they are doing just helps you listen for my personal life, I understand the way a lot of things happen. My story, it's your story. Amen. I said my story, it's your story. You are selling goods in Bogatanga. They are not buying it. Go and sell it in Burkina. Go and sell it in Accra. Listen to me. The reason you are rejected in Bogatanga is because Boga is too small for you. You are rejected in Accra. Accra is too small for you. You are rejected in London. London is too small for you. I see you go to the bigger place. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. They are chasing you. They are chasing you. They are, they are pursuing you to kill you. And they think you are going to enter into a pit. But they will chase you into a palace. No, no, no. L listen to me. Your enemies are chasing you into a palace. Before they realize you are in the king's house. Mayakatabadaya! I pray. May your biggest helpers be your enemies. The people who don't want to hear your name, that Mataya. If somebody can shout, something is happening to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. So you know what? His own brothers, his own brothers, they don't want to hear of his name. They hated the guy because his father loved him. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? There are some of you here, you are facing so many battles and you are worried about the battles. Every one of these battles is to promote you. Every one of the battles. Today, we turn battles into prominence, promotion, exaltation, elevation. If you can shout, the blessing of God is upon you in the name of you. God meant it for good to save many people. To bring salvation to many people. But you see, what I'm interested in this morning is that they came and they bowed to him. Lift up your hand and say, those that want me dead, those that want to stop me, those that are bringing me down, they will bow one by one. They will bow one by one. They will come. Listen. They will bow one by one. No, no, no. You give them food to eat. The same people. You give them food to eat. Give them water to drink. Give them clothing to wear. 
you <laughs> but let me start with this let me continue like this today you want to pray and please it's not a kind of prayer people must bow to you i'm talking about the evil people one by one first prayer today we are praying pray that those who hate and oppose you will make obeisance to you they have vowed never to respect or honor you but the time for them to do so is now pray that those who hate you and oppose you will make obeisance to you that word obeisance means to worship in fact they will bow down as if they are worshiping you it means to stoop low it means to bend the knee that's what they would do it means to do reverence that's what they would do and in the case of joseph the <laughs> the whole thing about the people making obeisance to him started from a dream or let me say dreams the man could dream i'm happy yesterday I, this dawn i had the dream about the honor and the lord and the angel the angel was talking to me about honor and he was talking to me about god then he said god is in heaven but it is human beings who are on earth and the human beings who are on earth they bow to one another and if nobody bows to you you will bow to everybody but it is a good thing for you also on earth for people to bow to you and you can't even say amen to that amen. now for how long can you be bowing to people you are always bowing listen too much greeting sometimes is no good we labor to produce what we are producing it's an honor to be associated with us it's an honor no that you know what we are in the desert and god uses us to make rivers in the desert and make a way in the wilderness you know what we are producing water out of rock in this place so when you come here and you are a member of the church you treat the church with respect if you are coming from the outside you treat this church with respect this is the ground of honor and we will not dishonor it i will not dishonor the house and the house will not dishonor itself and everybody must treat this house with respect somebody turn to somebody and say you must treat me with respect listen you are full of the holy ghost unbelievers should not treat you like trash the fact that you are a pastor doesn't mean unbelievers should just meet you and misbehave i pray listen to me honor is something people hate to give to you and sometimes you must wrestle it out of their hand tell them whether you like it or not you will bow you can't even clap huh? yeah you, you get up you go and sit in that church every sunday ask them which one do you sit in have you looked at your church building before the one you go into worship have you looked at it 
This is one of the most honorable buildings in Bogatanga. This is one of the places that makes Bogatanga look. Listen, we salute this house. We honor this house. We respect this house. We thank God for this house. We bless God for this house. God has put glory in this house. And God has put honor in this house. And we will not allow you to dishonor the house. We won't. No, we won't allow you. You are telling me I'm brainwashed. That is why I come to this church. Compare it with the shrine you go to. Compare it with the shrine. <laughs> Am I talking to somebody? But here on earth, people bow down to one another. And it says, sons will bow down to their fathers. And he showed me mysteries of our sons bowing down to one another. And he said, and the human beings too, some are bigger than others. The smaller ones bow down to the bigger ones. He showed me many things. But I'm bringing you that prophecy. That that revelation I saw is about you. People will bow down to you. People will bow down to you. You will be treated with respect. People, what I'm just saying is that a time will come in your life under some circumstances. People will bow to you. Here is a man, Joseph, who had a dream. And he told the dream to his brothers. And they hated him the more. No, sometimes even your dream can make people hate you. Dream. It's just a dream. Like, you know, a lot of the people, the way people hate you, Sometimes they hate you because of the way you walk. Yeah, I don't even like the way he walks. He walks as if the world is his. So, they hated him because of just a dream. Okay, let's go. And he said unto them, here, I pray you, this dream which I have dreamed. <laughs> and behold, we were binding sheaves in the field. And lo, my sheaf arose and stood upright. And behold, your sheaves stood around, round about, and they made obeisance to my sheaf. So we were all binding sheaf of corn. Mine arose and stood up. Yours bowed down. What he's saying is that one day in the land of Egypt, my sheaf full of corn will be standing and your sheaves that will be empty in the land of Canaan will follow me and bow to me in the land of Egypt. The man is prophesying through a dream. Everybody say the harvest. One day I will have the harvest and you will bow to me. So he said, my sheaves of corn, my sheaf of corn stood up. That is the harvest. When your sheaf stands up, when your harvest stands up, they are compelled to bow to you. So, the whole of this is harvest, that his sheaf will stand up and their sheaves will be below. His harvest will be bigger than their harvest. His harvest will be greater than their harvest. But I'm praying that as a savior, you must have the substance. And the substance is the overflow.
and the substance is the gathering and i pray in the name of the lord jesus may your harvest be bigger than their harvest may your overflow be bigger and higher than their overflow may your gathering be bigger than somebody's gathering come on receive it in the name of jesus and praise the name of the lord the harvest the harvest the overflow so my harvest will be bigger and your harvest will be lying on the ground because will be smaller but you see people harvest goes with honor so he's telling his brothers i'm going to have a bigger harvest and they knew that if you have a bigger harvest people will have to make obeisance to you they have to bow to you so they hated him because the harvest produces or generates obeisance so they hated him and he dreamed another dream the bible said now verse number eight and his brethren said shall thou indeed reign over us or shall thou indeed have dominion over us and they hated him yet the more for his dreams and for his words listen this year you provoke people listen they hated him the more for his dreams and verse number nine the man didn't stop there and he dreamed yet another dream Look, when they hate you, they make it worse. You will dream again. <laughs> Tell somebody, I'm about to dream again. And he told this to his brethren. And said, behold, I have dreamed another dream. And this time, he moved the dream from the earth into the heavenlies. Higher level. And he dreamed yet another dream. And he told his brethren, said, I have dreamed yet another dream and behold the sun and the moon now he has brought at first when he had the dream it was just his brothers 11. now he said your sheaves now he's saying the sun and the moon and 11 stars they made obeisance to me so now he has added his father and mother verse 10 and he told it to his father so now he came to his father too and told the father daddy i had a dream daddy i had a dream the sun and the moon my brothers and my sisters so my brothers 11 of them okay oh he told this to his father and to his brethren his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall I and your mother and your brethren indeed, and you know, the father's name is Jacob, chief dreamer. Nobody could dream more than Jacob. When Jacob was dreaming, it was good. Now his son is dreaming. He's panicking. <laughs> Jacob, his boss was trying to cheat him in labor. He used a dream he saw a dream about the way the sheep should produce he got up repeated it grabbed all the sheep from the master father and mother the father rebuked him pastor mike thank you why are you rebuking somebody for dreaming when you are a dreamer 
we will come down and bow ourselves to you, to the earth. Jacob knew the reality of dreams. I'm going to make us pray a certain prayer today. And the prayer you are going to pray is, the dreams you are dreaming, I want you to treat them as a reality. My target this morning is the dreams you dream. Some of you take them for granted. Listen, if you keep dreaming, you are seeing snakes. If you dream, you are going to die. You dream, you are dead. You have attended your own funeral. You dream, you are cleaning the floor. You dream, you are writing exam and you are constantly failing. You've been dreaming. Don't take it for granted. You dream you, you are dead. You dream you are failing. You dream they are packing you out of your husband's house. You are taking all these dreams for granted. And when you share it with your friends, they say it is just a dream. Jacob said it is not just a dream. He said me and your mother and your father, your brethren, are we going to come and bow down to you? Verse number 11. And his brother envied him, but his father observed the same. I pray. Can you imagine the sun and the moon? The sun and the moon, which are bigger than a star. They've come and they are bowing down to the star. I pray. And some of you too have been dreaming great dreams. You dream and you are in the Jubilee house. You dream and you are on the moon as an astronaut. You dream and you are working as a doctor. You dream and you are in the law courts and you are defending a case. You dream and you are a petroleum engineer. You dream and you are a lawyer. You dream and you are a doctor. You dream and you are a pastor and you are preaching in a church and the church is full of people. You dream and you are preaching in a stadium. The dream you are dreaming is a serious dream. It is not just a dream. What you are dreaming will come to pass. What you are dreaming will come to pass. What you are dreaming will come to pass your father will bow down to you your mother will bow down to you your dreams are a reality today every evil dream you want to kill it attack the dream as if it's a reality attack the dream you dreamt and you are dead attack it because seriously, you know what? For all you know, you are dead in advance. Don't follow any pastor or any man who is telling you, ignore all these dreams. I dreamt this, I dreamt this. I... Listen, dreams are one of the compass with which God directs our lives. So when God told Joseph in a dream, arise and take the child and go into Egypt, his Old Testament. And how did God tell the wise man? Don't go back to Pharaoh. It was a dream. And how did Paul go to Macedonia? He said, a man appeared to me in the night. And sometimes they say, the angel of the Lord, whose I am, stood by me in the night. Sometimes it's an open dream. Sometimes it's a vision. But there are times also it's a dream. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.